0: You may not want to hear this, but you may be passing up your soulmate online. In Love You, my signature course, we assume that 90% of men are definitely not your future husband. But that leaves 10% of men who are available to choose from. And if you're online right now and you're only open to one percent of men, you are most likely sabotaging your own chances of success. In this Love You podcast, I'm going to tell you a real story of some mega smart, mega sexy, mega wealthy women who have struggled to find quality men and how one of them finally listened to me and got an amazing guy out of this process. Stick around. I'm Evan Marquette, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Keep listening to learn how not to pass up your soulmate online. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Today, I'm going to tell you the story of three clients. It's a lot. I want you to be able to keep this in your head. And I really want you to listen to the end because this story has a pretty good punchline. We're going to start with Erica. Erica is 47 years old. She is sexy, single mom, self-made millionaire. Very typical of my clients. She's made some bad choices in her life, uh, which I will not spend too much time on here. But she's got a pretty awful ex-husband. She was having an affair with a married man for the first X number of months we were working together. But Love you has seemed to have cured her of her bad man habit. The problem is not her bad men. It's that she can't seem to find a good one. I'm sure you could identify. So since she's my student, she goes through the Love you course. She gets to week seven of the course about online dating. And she tells me that even though she's following everything I tell her to do, there is nothing going on. Zippo. No one's writing to her. Can't find a single guy to date. That's her story. And she's sticking to it. And so armed with as much life experience as I have, I ask her gently, of course, is this there is no one writing to me a feeling or a fact? And she takes a moment and she laughs. And I relayed an anecdote about how I was working with a woman uh, similar to her age. And she was complaining to me one day that all the guys who were writing to her were in their 60s where they, they were these old men who looked like her dad and it was terrible and horrible and she couldn't take it anymore. She's an inbox filled with old men. And then when we logged in, we looked together and sure enough, there were like three or four 60 year old men bunched in with about 50 men who were age appropriate. She just couldn't see the age appropriate men because she was so incensed that these older guys were writing to her. And that's what I mean about the difference between feelings and facts. so I asked Erica, are there truly no men writing to you? Because if so, I have trouble believing that I'd write to her. She's objectively attractive and I can't possibly be alone to be the only person who thinks that Erica deserves the time of day. So sure enough, she admits there are men writing to her. There are plenty of men writing to her. It's that she's not giving a chance to any of them. Hold that thought. Now I'm going to bring in the story of two other clients. Rose has worked with me twice. first time was 10, 11 years ago. She was in her mid-50s and she dated her yoga instructor. I nudged her toward not dating men who also had private jets and she ended up dating her yoga instructor and it was a decent relationship. Turns out the yoga instructor was a single dad. He was too busy for her, but it was a win. Um, but after coaching, People tend to revert back to the mean. They can't always keep these concepts going. And Rose ended up in a relationship with a guy who turned out to not be a very good guy. She spent seven years with him I will say it was a dissatisfying relationship. But I don't think that begins to describe the dysfunction. She spent seven years wandering in the wilderness after we were done coaching. She was really humble. She was really sad. And she came back to me and said, "Okay, Evan, now I'm ready to try it again. And even though we signed up for coaching and she signed up for a year, she was still the same old Rose and she's a CEO and CEOs generally do what they want. You could stand there and give advice, but they're going to kind of go their own way. And Rose got into a long distance relationship, which I never really condone with some guy. And even though I said she should break up with him, she stuck with him and It took her four months to arrive to the conclusion that maybe she shouldn't have started this thing at all. And that's our relationship. We have a really close relationship. We share. We go deep. And I kind of give advice and keep my fingers crossed that one day some of it is going to be taken. Well, 10 years into our working relationship, Rose still hadn't put up an online dating profile, even though I paid for professional photos, even though I wrote her profile myself simultaneously while I'm working with Rose she introduces me to her best friend who's a lot like her All right smart strong successful in her 60s extremely high standards for looks and wealth and sophistication can't seem to find anybody so I'm working with two close friends simultaneously similar demographics similar temperaments All right very very picky and I understand they have the right to have high standards and we go into her mash.com accounts and I I validate that the pickings are slim. This isn't just something that's in her head. right? It's, it's real. And after months of back and forth with this client, Caroline, I revise my cardinal rule. My cardinal rule is that, hey, 90% of guys are worthless. Give a chance to 10% of guys. It doesn't mean you're marrying 10% of guys. It means you're putting him on a, your likes list. You're sending him an email. You're engaging in a dialogue and seeing how he shows up. If you give a chance to 10%, I think you're in business for Caroline because she's so particular. She's so special. She is in rarefied territory. I said, I'm going to forget my rule. Don't worry about 10%. Give me 5%. 5%. That's pretty fair as a dating coach to say you could reject 95% of guys. Scroll through 20, ignore 19, right, and agree to match with five. Right? This is more selective than Ivy League schools doesn't make a difference. Caroline reports back weeks later, there is nobody. The only story she could tell me about her love life is that she had a great conversation with a gay guy at a restaurant. That's our highlight. Now we're going to go back to Rose, her friend who reluctantly put up her dating profile. Ten years after we first met and immediately she wants to do something that I don't want her to do, which is to do long distance dating. Maybe I set up this profile in this town where I have a second home. And I'm like, no, 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 no! please look closer to your real home. Please don't embark on something long distance relationships. It's so much easier to get something off the ground with someone that you can see and drive there in a half hour. She said, "Okay, Evan, I'm going to listen to you. Cut to one month later. And the first guy that Rose met is cute, smart, curious, very interested, consistent. Guy is all but acting like a boyfriend. Probably is acting like a boyfriend, but Rose is a little bit hesitant. So first shot out on Match.com, after a decade of begging her, Rose pretty much has a boyfriend just by dating the love you way. But here's the kicker. Here's the reason I tell the story. Rose's guy, the guy who's almost her boyfriend, also wrote to her best friend, Caroline. But Caroline ignored him well, because, you know, there's no good men available in their 60s in her area. So basically, Caroline passed up an amazing guy who is actually objectively really bright, really cute, never even gave him a shot, never even responded to his email. And while she, I've talked to her about it, she's not walking it back. She doesn't exactly know why she passed him up. She knows she passed him up. But Rose, the client who did get him, never would have seen him at all unless I insisted that she date online despite her reservations and stay open to 10 percent of men. So this is the story I bring back to the client I began with, my multi sexy multimillionaire client Erica. She's not wrong when she goes into her inbox and says there's nobody. Most men aren't a good fit for her. But if she can get online for a half hour a day to scroll through guys and screen in and just manage to exchange a couple emails and texts with 10% of men, she's going to at least have the opportunity to find a diamond amidst the rough. This is the same diamond that Caroline passed on. Rose got him, right? That's pretty powerful, if you ask me. So all the women I'm talking about are objectively beautiful, intelligent, big hearts, wealthy, extremely high standards. If these women can find guys online, don't you think you can as well? Join me in love you and I will help you attract the best guys online right now. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please share an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you have everything except a man and you want to have a happy, healthy relationship, I can help you. In Love You, you will gain confidence, learn to trust your judgment, and find a man who makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click to watch my free video. When you're done, you could apply to Love You to join hundreds of other smart, strong, successful women in a coaching community where women like you actually get the love you deserve. I'll see you there.